Hey, After Buzzers, welcome to the last Orphan Black After Show here at After Buzz TV. Tonight, we're going to be breaking down Season 5, Episode 10, titled To Right the Wrongs of Many. We have a very special guest, Skyping, and we cannot wait to talk about it, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin hello you awesome after buzzers thank you again for tuning into our orphan black after show here at after buzz tv i'm your host sam davidson you can find me on twitter and instagram at samd43 before we introduce our special special guest via skype let's go around we have a very full panel tonight let's start with you rick oh me oh okay hey just like the clones this season in and out i'm back again you can find me on all social media at rick hong r-i-c-k-h-o-n-g Hey, I'm Kelly McEnroe. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Holly Weirdo. Holly Weirdo. And I'm Matt Marr. You can find me at the Matt Marr on all the socials. Two T's, two R's. Hey, and I'm Amy Maestri. You can find me on this couch and then also at <laughs> Amy Maestri. And to our very special guest, Christian Brune via Skype. Thank you so, so much for being here. Yay! Thank you. Woo! Where can everyone find you on social media for those that don't know? Uh, at the Brune, T H E B R U U N. Or uh, on the old Instagram uh, at Bonnie Castle, B-O-N-N-Y-C-A-S-T-L-E. So, don't know why I chose that. It's my mother's maiden name. <laughs> oh, right. That is my name. It's all in. You just put my name and you'll find it. I'm going to follow you right well, now. Well, we are so thrilled to have you back virtually. We loved having you last season. Yeah. And now you are here with us over the internet. So we really, really appreciate it. And um, we love you and we love Donnie. Very much. Well, thanks so much. Thanks for having me back, and uh, it's really nice to. I'm, I'm sorry I can't be in the studio with you guys this time, but uh, um, at least I'm there virtually. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm right now. I'm all the way up in northern Ontario in a town called North Bay, filming uh, my next project, my next thing I'm working on. So, Ooh. so it's a virtual visit. Absolutely, that's, a, well, that's fine. Get, hey, any business work. work? You were out of yeah. you're out of a job. You got to get another you know show. <laughs> in, it's time. Yeah. So, uh, did you did you watch the show live last night, Christian? I did not. I did not watch it. Um, I was at a wedding um, and at a, a friend's house, and um, at the last second, I was like, I, I I think I'm just gonna step away from the party and watch and tweet and and enjoy the show. So I ran around his house looking for a TV uh, to watch on, and then I found one. And he's like, oh, I don't have cable. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, there was going to be a screening in Toronto, downtown Toronto, uh, for some, some fans and some cast and crew. But uh, I had this wedding, and I really wanted to go to it because it's a dear friend. And I've missed so many weddings for work. So it was kind of one of those things where I chose friends and family over work for once. But uh, I really missed it. I, I'm, uh, I'm actually probably going to watch it as soon as I get off here. I, obviously, I know everything that happens, and I've seen clips, um, but uh, I was really kind of bummed not to be there. But at the same time, it was kind of a nice, like, I kind of don't want to watch it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want yeah. it to you be don't over. Want it to end. It's, yeah. it's the first time that I've ever been a part of um, a show from beginning to end, and I've never ended a show before, so... It's it's such a strange experience and uh, it's very bittersweet. It feels very strange and you know talking with the other cast members um, all last night we were just texting each other like crazy. We had this all of us were on this one massive text thread 
and uh, everybody was there, and we were just lamenting everything and saying how much we missed each other and how we can't believe it's here already. I mean, it felt like yesterday, still feels like yesterday we were filming the first season of this weird little show that we didn't know what it was going to become, and and here we are, and it's all done. It's all done. Like, yeah. it's it. We're done. Uh, There's no more from Black ever again. It's the weirdest thing to say, but, like, that's it. The ride's over. Oh, it's crazy. No, I'm in denial, okay? It's time to talk <laughs> spin-off. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean all, the clones, all the clones are still around. Yeah, so yeah, no, yeah no, actually, but you would have a great, uh, you know, like, yeah, have, like, Donnie. Yeah. And, like, Alex, How about yeah, like, a spin-off of the babies? <laughs> yes, the babies. The babies. The babies. The babies. In, like... 10 years they're going to do a kids show an orphan black kids show with like the two the two babies with mini donnie and art and, orange uh, and purple yeah be such a scarring children Ind- yes. indigo indigo well so we're going to talk about tonight's episode in four parts okay the first part is going to be helena giving birth which is where we left off last time what a crazy ride this was. Um, I know, you know, I, I don't know if you've seen the full episode, uh, Christian. But we're going to spoil it for you. We're going to spoil yeah, it for you. Spoil it. I was there when they filmed. This was the last thing that we shot of the series ever. The last thing was Cody getting killed and Sarah and Helena and Art in the room, in the boiler room, giving birth. That was the final. I was going to ask you that, actually. It was a group effort, for sure. Oh, that makes me emotional when he's just said it, Christian. I know. Because <laughs> oh, it was so good. <laughs> we were good. all there. Oh. We were all there. It was a Tuesday uh, in mid-March, and they were going super late into the day. In fact, they were like, the day is probably going to finish around 4 a.m. But, you know, everybody in the cast, we had already wrapped out. Like, Donnie was done. A whole, All the other characters were done. And everybody just kind of around midnight kind of showed up on set and it was just such a weird environment. It was such a weird feeling knowing that this, this was it. This was it. The last few hours of Orphan Black, it was a clone scene. Uh, and one of the wildest kind of full circle moments in the show with Helena and Sarah together, you know, former adversaries mm-hmm. then discovered they were twins and Helena killed their mother, all this crazy stuff that's gone on. And, you know, to be there and witness that, and uh, as Kevin Hanchard, who plays Art, said it, he was in one of the first shots of Orphan Black ever, and here he was kind of in the very end as well. So it was kind of a a nice moment for him and Tat to sort of be there all through thick and thin. But uh, we were there, and it was... Was she Helena at the end or Sarah at the end? Oh, that's a good question. (laughs) Um, I think she was Helena. Probably because like that's like the more like the more beef yeah. of that. Yeah, she's, she's giving birth and stuff. So I figured. Yeah, that was great. I think of who I was hugging at the end of all the filming. I think it was, I think she was in Helena mode. Yeah. Mm. Well, besides the clones, we see two major deaths in this first part of the episode, which is Virginia Cody and P.T. Westmoreland. Both good riddance. Two- Good riddance, good riddance, again. Very violent and kind of awesome deaths, I I will say. What what did you guys think about these two scenes where they both went out very badly? (laughs) 
<laughs> I wanted the PT one to be a little bit more vicious and and sl- a slower burn rather than just I, a I bam agree. on the head. <clears throat> I, I wanted that. I wanted him to suffer. And that's more. still that's still like brutal way to like get killed. Those yeah, house like those big old metal thing like bang in your face and just like, just deforming your face. I know, so. but I wanted him to suffer. I yeah. agree. <laughs> it would have been satisfying, but also that's such. I feel like that's so like badass Sarah move. Like here's a giant heavy object. I'm just going to smash his face in with it real yeah. quick. So yeah. I still, I think it was still sad. Yeah. Gunshot is too clean. Gunshot yeah. is too Sarah, clean. Sarah is not a methodical person. She kind of <laughs> shoots from the hip. She goes yeah. with her gut and is, you know, she's streetwise. She's yeah. not like, she's not your stereotypical plan things out. Like she just, she's a, she's like a UFC fighter. She just yeah. kind of gets in dirty and, does whatever it takes. She's very impulsive. Did anyone else during the scene with Sarah and PT get a Wizard of Oz, a very dark Wizard of Oz vibe? <laughs> I, well, I, Wizard I, of Oz isn't, but Wizard of Oz current. in its real form yes. is dark. Well, and it, it though, because even Kevin, who was on the show last week, even talked about how they're finding out who's like the man behind the curtain. So I think that it that was... I think that was a. I noticed it too. I just thought I noticed it because I'm real gay. But uh, <laughs> I relate everything to Wizard of Oz. But uh, th- no, I think that was a. It had to be like a direct choice for that. Yeah. Like walking around the curtains and stuff and being behind. It was yeah. very yeah. cool. A lot of symbolism there too, and there was a lot of symbolism when he, you know, basically said you're a test and you come back to where it all begins. It was all very crazy and symbolic, uh, but in the first quarter of the episode, we essentially see everything resolved, in a way, which is a a very interesting choice. Yeah, I thought it was too... I I wanted more kind of action. That's why... uh, It was a good ending, but I just... I get every... I guess I want to see more misery, like bad stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't think that... I, I think, like that it ended happy. I wanted at first, and then they, 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 they you know, switched me, um, but I, at first I thought, I was like, oh, I really kind of want more like, you know, like the clones, like all kind of coming together and like more switch and like, you know, even like Allison, like everybody's just like kicking ass. Like more, you, like, w- you wish... And, like, and Donnie they- and Felix. And then, but they... Sh- I think, and we'll talk about this later, I think what the show is actually truly about was not the action of the show, but the sisters, and they got to that. Yeah. So at the end of it, in the whole baby shower scene, that's when I felt the closure I needed. But I did want that in like the first, like, I was like, that's it? Yeah. But I was happy about it long And then run. the whole episode, I'm like, something bad's going to happen. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I right. liked about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. I kind of, like, 15 minutes in, I was like, wait, they're already both dead. But then I was like, oh, God, the, I, the rest of the episode, I was on the edge yeah. of the seat. Yeah. I was waiting for something awful to happen. So I kind of liked that they did it that way. I say way. that because yeah. to- talking to Graham and John earlier in the season, as they're piecing everything together, uh, Graham, I think, mentioned that they wanted to do full episode they wanted the the penultimate episode you know 509 to be the conclusion uh-huh. and they were going to do a full episode of just the future normal, normalcy or like the epilogue i guess is what right. some people are, the, the second part or the main part of, of this final episode but i think they realized that it, it's better if you have a cliffhanger at the end of episode nine and you go in and you like guns blazing finish it off and then give them a good chunk of time to see what life is like, you know, for, for all the Sestras and everybody else afterwards. But I really like the idea that you were still on your edge, the edge of your seat, because what that says is you kind of carry a little bit of the PTSD that everybody in this show who has survived probably has for a long time. Oh, hell yeah. So true. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, certainly like Allison and Donnie, 
all they've wanted is safety for their family and normalcy and get back to what they had before. And they'll never be the same. You know, they've killed people. and <laughs> <laughs> But they're stronger than ever and they're more in love than ever. But, like, for all the characters, I'm sure they're, they all have some form of total, like, PTSD. Like, they're, they're not it's going to take them a long time for them to go back to normal and not be looking over their shoulder. And, and you as the audience felt that. And I think that's kind of a cool take on things. I never thought of that before. Yeah, absolutely. Also, we forgot to pop some bubbly uh, that I brought you guys. Uh, we Sorry, wish Christian, we could share a glass with yeah. you. I just water, well, well, but virtually. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Kelly's going to... Oh! Yeah! It's got oh! a bottle. Go, 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 go. Oh. I knew it was going to happen. I didn't know guys, gonna do that. this is uh, crunch time. I mean, I actually spilled this in the bath. I didn't spill it. I broke a bottle of champagne in the bathroom before we got here and had to buy another one. Did so. you really? I, yes, I did. Wow. Wow. Um, <laughs> More like you drank it. Yeah, I drank it all. So it. on that note, you know, we're talking about the future, getting back to normal life. And, uh, you know, we have, but before that, we have the amazing scene with uh, Helena and Art and Sarah giving birth. We have these amazing flashbacks of Mrs. S. Which, oh, those were great. Wow. That, those were fantastic. I mean, I, I know that you're also... In the show, or we're in the show, but you're a fan you're of the fine. show, Christian. Um, right. yeah. So seeing seeing that kind of go full circle, how how was that for you watching it, and what did you think it was like for viewers? Well, for that, for us, it was very important to have Maria be around. Like, of course, she she died two episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, but we also knew that we were all there for. We all showed up for her death scene as well, and also oh, for wow. for oh, nice. who died with her. So we sat there all night, late one night, uh, two episodes previously, and we're on set for that moment, uh, that crazy moment when Rhea died. Uh, and that was very heavy for us, even though we knew she was going to be back in the last episode to film some of the Sarah, uh, Sarah S. stuff. Um, we hadn't read the script yet, but we knew she was going to be back. So we knew it wasn't goodbye forever, but it was. we were there on set because it was goodbye to the character. Mm-hmm. It was her death scene. So for us, that was another, you know, the whole season was all these endings. Um, the last time we'll do this, the last time we do that. So it, it was It was nice to have, we knew we wanted Maria back, and it was nice to have her. And she was, you know, because she was filming that S stuff with Sarah in that last episode, she was there at the very end of the whole filming uh, that moment, because her whole family, I think, at that point had moved back to Ireland, and she had been away for a whole episode or two since since her death scene. Mm. So it's nice that she was there at the end with us, at the very, very bitter end with all of us as well. But um, uh, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> um, well, it's always nice to know that you know she died a few yeah. ep- episodes ago, but she still she was still there shooting with you. Yeah, especially part of it. This, this last part. And I part. think it's nice for fans. It's a nice surprise for them because they're expecting never to see her again because she's dead. But we actually are giving them more s, and yeah. it's in a flashback form, absolutely, uh, which is wonderful. And and you know that's one of the wonderful things about flashbacks. You can get people back that you haven't seen in a while that you're never expecting to see again. And, uh, uh, it gives new life to people that we miss mm-hmm. essentially. So Sarah is getting, she's planning to get her GED and she's also planning to move away with Kira. 
And, you know, it's it's interesting. It's one of those things, like we said at the beginning of the episode, it seemed like the problems were resolved. But someone that has so much PTSD has been through so much trauma their entire life. Yeah. It's hard to get back to normal. And especially when your mother dies. And I think that was, I really appreciated that very real part of the episode that Sarah's still struggling. It's not all roses and sunshine. Yeah, it made me happy to see a messy ending. I mean, a lot of good things come out of the ending, but it's not a perfect happy ending. And, uh, you know, you see Sarah start to revert into her old patterns of being a loner of, you know, disassociating with the rest of her family. And she's got this very strong, bigger family now. And, uh, I, I liked that she's still going through obviously a ton of trauma, having lost her mother and everything else that she just went through. I mean, she just, she just killed a man a couple episodes ago, or mm-hmm. like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. in in oh, in yeah. the in the world, uh, PT Westmoreland, like all these crazy things that that have happened in her life. You know, she's dealing it with it in her way, and she's not dealing with it well, and she's not leaning on her family the way she should. And I like that we've got that messiness in there. She is a bit of a shit show. Sarah <laughs> has never had her shit together her whole life, and she's one of those people that, and I think everybody has someone like that in their life where it's just someone who just can't get their shit together. They're like, no matter how hard they try or not try, like they're, they just attract trouble. They always seem to like find trouble no matter where they are. And, and that's, that's kind of Sarah. And it's kind of fitting that we, we see that still. And we still see the struggles. Not everything is tied up in a perfect pink Allison bow, you know? <laughs> I like that too. I like that she still was after all this, this j- crazy journey she's still the same messed up person like i feel like a lot of shows are like oh she's changed she's a better person mm-hmm. now but she's still sarah yeah. i feel like there's like a bit of like survivor's remorse too and it's also since mrs s was always there even when the sister is around and every she was always there now she's not there so you take that the fact that like she's not there to kind of like as some sort of guidance because we even talked about it on the show where we thought she was almost like taking Mrs. S's place. Yeah, but, like, clearly and talked about that in an interview too. Yeah, but it didn't really kind of go that way. Yeah, they well, almost I let think her it did for that... this episode. For this episode, no, but I think this episode again was. I think the penultimate episode was about that, and this episode yeah. was really. But if you think about it, the way that she killed Westmoreland, that's totally the way S-word. that S would have killed his ass. <laughs> she just would have, like you said, shoots from the hips. She just would have been like, one and done. Fuck this. I gotta go eat. You know what I mean? So, uh, so, but I do like that she had. I thought that was really. Um, this is what's so great about the show is they take these crazy, unbelievable circumstances with these these characters that are so human and you relate to them on a day-to-day level. And they, we saw Sarah go through this. I mean, it's a big deal trying to get your GED, so I don't want to say it's a small thing. But in comparison to what she'd already <laughs> been through, it's not like the big... And so, But the fact that that was what was kind of like her Achilles heel of this episode, just it just made her just so... Um, and she even said it. I kind of thought, wow, just going through, she always has to, like, really fight for everything. That's, like, in her DNA. And I like that they're not changing this about, like, any of, like... Can we talk about the baby, the baby? Where, where the hell did Elena go shopping for her baby? Or Helena uh, go shopping for her baby stuff? That's a great segue into, you know, Helena in the backyard of Donnie and Allison's house. They have this uh, modern family. Right? It's great. 
It's so creepy at the same time because there's dead bodies under there. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually thinking like, that, yeah. She's living in the garage, Kills. right? And babies yeah, just yeah. hanging in sacks. It was like, it was yeah. so weird. Perfect so for Elena. Perfect. How was how it, it for you working with the babies? Were they really demanding? <laughs> you had two sets of twins. Right, I figured that, yeah. So, uh, and the way with union rules, and that's a good thing, um, you can only use a baby for like 15 minutes and then you have to give them like either 15 or 30 minutes off, 15 minutes on 15. And that's why working with twins works because they look the same and you can like swap them out and you don't know. And then sometimes you have a, a stunt baby, in, um, <laughs> stunt but baby. these kids were so adorable and you know, I'm doing like these kind of tracking shots where I'm in, you know, I, I, I take one and then I'm moving through the 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 yard into the into the uh yeah, you're hanging out the orange uh, i think garage. Yeah, yeah. yes orange and there's yeah, also purple of yeah. course uh but i yeah. love i love that they, they were... i love that she named them art and, and yeah donnie. and donnie yeah yeah that's when i was like oh when you read this script yeah. christian did you cry at all you're like oh donnie yes name her name I is donnie read the first draft of the last episode and that wasn't in there. They didn't know what the names were going to be. Uh, and then just before we did the script read through as a whole cast sitting around a table and all the crew, uh, we do that for every episode. That's traditional for every television show you work on. Um, so we sat down and we started reading that episode and it was a new draft that had just come out like 15 minutes before we did the read through. So nobody had read this finished draft yet. And, uh, from the get-go, we were a mess. Like, we were just <laughs> bawling our eyes out. And everybody, you'd just be sitting around the table, and then you'd kind of, like, look up, and you'd notice, like, someone's, like, just kind of, like, just wiping their eyes and just, like, you know, in their own world. And then someone finishes a scene or is trying to get through a scene, and they're just getting choked up while they're reading. Like, the, the S and Sarah scenes are just, like, so beautiful that you can't help but, like, get all misty and and... and so we we're going through, we're going through and we're just getting worse and worse. We're all like kind of a mess. And then it gets to that scene. I'm not even in the scene. It's just like Helena with her babies. And, and I, I saw that and immediately, like, I just like burst into the hardest. <laughs> I, I think and I thought it was the sweetest thing ever. And like, I just lost, I couldn't, I, I at that point it was towards the end. So, I was just a mess for the rest of the read through, but like I, 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 I didn't see that coming. I don't know. I wasn't expecting it. And, uh, I was just, I was just garbage. And I thought it was just so such a nice touching, sweet thing to get at the end of, of the show, because the relationship between Helena and Donnie is a very special one. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, and, a, and with her in art as well as a very interesting one and, and very different. And, uh, yeah, getting to work with Helena meant so much to me, and and uh, that was just kind of like the icing on a cake. But uh, I was just complete blubbering mess. <laughs> I mean, it it really is a very interesting relationship that Donnie had with Helena, and you know there was a moment because you know sometimes I like crappy dramas on TV. I go, oh God, no, what's what's gonna happen here? Like I hope Donnie doesn't fall in love with Helena. And there, but, oh, you said that. I remember when I got yeah. very angry. I was like, no, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> That's good. That's the emotions that we wanted out of you guys. We wanted people to. I think 
I mean, at the end of the day, Donnie and Allison are thoroughly in love, no matter what bumps they go through. And you see them go through some pretty serious bumps as far as marriages go. Um, and his relationship with Helena, it was just something that was so odd because here's someone who is, you know, this strange version of his wife, but yeah. is clearly broken and has some serious problems going on, but also is fiercely loyal in desperate need of a family and support and love and uh, someone who has a lot to give and on top of yeah. being a, an assassin and all this. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it was cool because like Helena never really had any good like father figures or even mm-hmm. like brothers or like any yeah. good male in, their, in her no, life. No, the men treated her like shit. Yeah. Well, and then Donnie comes along and changes her and mind. And art. And that's one of the things. And yeah. you know, it, yeah, Donnie... Are yeah. and Scott in the end, you know, they they serve as these kind of male heroes in this very female driven show. It's mm-hmm. not like they did it all, they saved the day, but they're still three very important characters. It's important to remember that like they really helped with all of this, proving that like I, you know most men are garbage, but those three. Yeah. Oh! There's a couple. Oh! Good ones. <laughs> I take I take offense to that. I take offense to that. No. I I think that's a. a a very nice thing to say. Not not the garbage thing, but but, <laughs> but you're not wrong. Uh, but but I, I I look at the men on this show, whether it's Art, Scott, Felix, Donnie, um, etc. And I love this show that it's a a pro feminist, strong women at the front show, and behind them are men who support them. Um, we don't. I mean, obviously, Donnie is 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 he has his ups and downs in terms of his abilities and and how useful he is as a as a person. But his heart is in the right place. And the men in general on this show, I think their hearts are in the right place in terms of supporting women and and showing that women can lead, mm-hmm. women can do everything a man can do, if not better. Um, and that the modern idea of manliness, whatever manliness is can be a feminist one and it can be a supportive one and it can be inclusive to uh people of all types out there and and even donnie you kind of see donnie over the years go through his learning cycle of of what it's like to to you look at the scenes that he had with felix um when they're in the sperm sperm bank Mm -hmm. and felix is teaching him how to be gay and that you don't mince about you just you just be like it's it, it's completely normal and stop you know being an idiot. He he gets an education throughout the show, but I, what I like about the show is that you see all these men operate in a world that can be female strong if not female in the forefront, and they're fine with it and it's normal and it's it's something that I think a lot of men need to see these days um especially now more than ever with all the crazy stuff that is going on in the world right now uh between i am not going to get political and <laughs> yeah. in we all know what's going on but um you know that that very little side pocket of story in orphan black it's it's not as important as you know all the lgbtq positive stories all the women's rights to their own bodies uh all that stuff is at the forefront of orphan black and very important but all that that um that sort of modern 
manliness, the idea of what a man can be in, in the future right now, I think is really important. And it's a, a great little added bonus to the series, I think. Absolutely. Hashtag modern man. You know? Modern man. <laughs> yeah, well, for sure. Well, we're going to skip around a little bit because I want to make sure that we let you go in enough time to get some good uh, sleep for your shoot tomorrow. But uh, yeah. we, we, of course, need to talk about kind of where Donnie and Allison end up. Um, I, I was so thrilled that the last thing we saw of Donnie was him dancing in his boxer briefs. Yeah. No, no, no. It was, was it boxer briefs or was it, was it, it was, with, uh, <laughs> athletic shorts? They were boxing briefs. He got an upgrade. They boxing Are you, you know, I, I read that, like, uh, that I think I read an interview that you even know, like, you have your, you had your own cock sock as they, I'm not, that's what they call it in the business. Did you get that to, did, did you get to keep that? I mean, you got so much use out of that thing. Did they, what, did they let you take it home? The funny thing is, uh, I was not wearing, I don't think I was wearing a cock sock in that one. I think it was just pure underwear, uh. So, you know, on television, you can't have too many shapes in your in your shorts when you're stripped down. <laughs> uh, so, like, for the twerking on the bed scene, first of all, we had two underwear fittings where I tried many different types of briefs. That's funny. And we settled on these, um, these you know, blue with white piping. And then they, they basically sewed another lining into that underwear that acted as its own cock sock and basically just kind of makes everything an, more of a, a, a like an orb as opposed to something with, you know, definition. No. Right, 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 right. <laughs> no, I know. I once did it, not to talk about me, but I once did a commercial in my underwear, and I had to do all that kind of fitting, too. And I'll never forget the woman, the cast, or the costume woman said, I'm really trying to get in to look like just like a Ken doll, just kind of nothing. And I was like, awesome. <laughs> awesome. So I know, I feel your pain, like, Christian. I, I want to look like an, a Ken doll. I have just yeah. a smooth orb yeah. down there <laughs> that comes with my genitalia. But the thing is, if you're wearing a cock sock under underwear, then it's all weird and lumpy because you've got like this bag and it's cinched off. <laughs> oh, see, I love learning about this. Sorry, yeah. I took a Sarah Sam. You guys, I mean, <laughs> I, have, I have learned quite a bit in the past uh, 60 seconds, actually. I, I, I didn't know what a cock sock was. Um, but on that note, you know, you and Allison end in a very happy place. She seems like a different yeah. person from where we started with, and you're a different person. You kind of got... Yeah. You get your groove back, and you were going off into the world. Whereas before, you know, he was... Donnie was just kind of always serving Allison, making sure she was okay. But now she wants to make sure he's doing his thing. Well, she said that a couple episodes ago, too, right? It's the same, though. Like, in that she... He is kind of still serving... Like, because she wants him to do that. (laughs) And that he's doing it. I like that they're they're still the same, kind of. Yeah, they're different, but still the same. They get their normalcy that they're looking for with the added bonus of having, you know, an adopted sister with babies living with them. And they couldn't be happier to have Helena with them. Mm -hmm. They couldn't be happier to be back to normal. But, you know, I I love that last scene because, A, it's like a throwback to all the times you've seen Donnie in his underwear from season one monitoring Allison to (laughs) twerking on the bed to, you know, all the all the times we've seen him in his bloody (laughs) underwear. But you also get to see him in, like, nicer mid-briefs. Like, hey, he's upgraded his underwear wardrobe. (laughs) Or, like, Allison has gone through a change and bought him, like, nicer underwear, too, or something like that. But I like that you see them happy and in love. And it's a very simple scene. It's, It's, like, something that, like... You know, when I'm with someone, I I do the same thing. I dance around in my underwear. Like, I do stupid shit like that, uh, and it's just for them, and it's just, like, something stupid. But I like 
that. I, it's like this comfortable, stupid thing that couples do. And it's like, you know, this sweet little, I love you. I love you too. And there's no weight to it beyond what we already know about everything they've gone mm-hmm. through. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like the sweetest little button to their whole relationship. And it's just a simple, I love you between two people who've been through so much and love each other so much. I'm getting misty anyways, but Aww. you know, like it's, it's, Please it's cry. very, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I mean, like, clone, clone, clone me a river. He's going to cry. Oh my God. <laughs> Just let it out. How does Oprah do it? How does Oprah do it? <laughs> well, it was, yeah, I agree. It was a very understated yet beautiful and important moment for, for your character and for Allison. Yeah. And I thought it tied it up very perfectly. Um, I just f- wish there was money. Like, Oh, yeah. Around. They got to <laughs> find the money. <laughs> yeah, they just find, yeah, it was just, it was beautiful. And it also, you know, what I love, too, about Allison and Donnie is that, Don, again, this is, everybody grows. I, I like that this show doesn't, paint um, one character as necessarily the smartest or the character mm-hmm. that knows more than everybody because yeah. in this relationship like Don- Donnie I felt like always knew how important family was and Allison was very much like I do it on my own and for her to be the one that actually gets Sarah to open up and she's like we're your mm-hmm. sisters we're yeah. a family now for her, that was such a growth for that character and so I and they did that in different ways. We're just like where Helene is talking about the struggles of being a mother, and mm-hmm. and it was. I think it's just such a smart way that we all grow in different ways, but it doesn't mean it, there's not a hierarchy. There's a true equality in this show, and and I think we just. But then we just see that. Because also you're dancing in your underwear, but you're dancing in your underwear. And your wife is like trying to be a musician, which you know she's probably not good at. <laughs> With purple yeah, hair, yeah, but it's so know. supportive. It was just, it was lovely. I was so proud for y'all. Well, before well, we let you go, Christian, is there anything coming up for you that you can at least talk about, tell the fans about, tease us a little bit, or is it all top secret for the moment? Sure. Uh, well, I'm filming a brand new TV show up here in Northern Ontario. Uh, it's a new detective procedural comedy show um it's 10 episodes it's with sony and it stars jerry o'connell um cool. if you remember him from like stand by me and jerry mcguire and- Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, nothing Tom is hotter than a hot guy that used to be fat because that means they're really nice <laughs> a fat kid who then grows up hot it's the best <laughs> ask, so ask him ask him to go fencing oh he's so God. hot that's yeah. how he lost all his weight amazing fencer yeah, yeah. uh He's hilarious. We're having a great time. And also Sydney Poitier, uh, the daughter of Sydney Poitier, wow. uh, is also in the show. And then me. And we're, you know, three three people solving mysteries in a, in a small town with way too many murders. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's called Carter. It's got a really fun Hollywood twist to it as well. Mm. Um, and uh, it's just like a very different show, very different character for me. I play kind of like a local uh kind of rough around the edges, bearded dude who wears a lot of uh, what I call the Canadian tuxedo, denim on denim, <laughs> denim you know, jackets, denim pants, or a lot of plaid shirts as well. He's, he's like a local salty dude. Um, so that's coming out in the new year, probably in the spring. So keep an eye out for Carter. Uh, I have a film coming out at, at the Toronto International Film Festival, which will probably oh, get released good. shortly after that. Uh, premiere in September called Mary Goes Round. Um, and I'm playing kind of a fun cop role on that. So, you know, I'm keeping busy. I got lots of stuff out there. And, awesome. No, love, uh, uh, love seeing you as the uh, kind of somewhat, not quite perverted doctor in A Handmaid's Tale. 
Right. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. It was great to see you. That I was like, what? I was like, that's awesome. Well, you do. You did a hundred. You did the eleven, twenty-two, sixty-three, too. Right. Yep. And do the yeah. yeah. Your doctor role. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like to play doctors. <laughs> well, that's amazing. Again, we really appreciate you being here virtually, being here last year. We're such a big fan of yours. Everybody, keep up with him on social media. And you know, when your new show comes out, I'm sure we'll have you back on here at AfterBuzz. Yes. So get some good rest. We love you. We do thank love you. So thank you so much. For thank you. Here. Bye. Thank you. You're awesome. Bye. Woo! Woo! Cheers for Christian Brun. That was amazing. Brun. Yeah, no, it's awesome. <laughs> totally awesome. Yeah, let's I backtrack a little bit because we only have a few minutes left. But you know, I knew that he uh, needed to get some Z's. So can we talk to cover a little it. bit about the baby shower? Oh, okay. Or, well, what, what else do you want? There's there's, 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 there's like 274 yeah, of them Sarah, left. Sarah, the 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 flashbacks about how she was she had twins but then didn't. I was confused. Right. Was it saying that she had twins? Because she said, "How are you gonna uh, take care of them or the two of them?" Uh-huh. No, Sarah. The S implied, right? That's really interesting. I I didn't pick up. I watched it twice. Amy? And, yeah, yeah, I did. I actually didn't even catch there, that. No, I didn't. I thought so too. I thought they. I was like, wait, did she have twins? I. I wasn't sure. Said, How are you going to take care of the two of them? Mm-hmm. She said something like that. But, oh, you know what? I think that was. I think she was talking because I I rewound that part. I think she was talking about her, Sarah. Her yeah. She said you can't even take care of you. How are you going to take care of? Oh yeah, that makes more sense. Oh, that makes okay. a lot yeah. more okay. sense. Yes. That's going to be like why? Yep. Why did yeah. you cut all that stuff? Out? I was like, <laughs> holy crap! What did I miss? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I, know. I was like, what? Well, we, of course, you guys have to talk about this beautiful scene with the core Sistras. You know, at the end, we have Helena, we have Sarah, we have Allison, we have Kasima. And Sarah is just kind of having a breakdown, right? And yeah. she is explaining why she feels still depressed. She's still really grieving over S. And, you know, each of the sisters in their own way give her the comfort that she needs. Did, did this scene fulfill you guys, give you some closure, you think? It was okay. I loved Helena with the sand part. Like, yes. I, I don't know where she finds, they find the sand, but I'm just going to let them play with it. It, it reminds me of like, that big banquet dinner a couple seasons ago. Yeah, that was great. You know, where yeah. like, they, yes. they have them all together. It felt that it felt good, although, like, as I told you prior to the show, that it's like, what happened to Crystal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Crystal's dropped. Yeah, yeah, it was like she was in there, and then she was out of there. But so it's like, did you really need to introduce that character, or? I think it was. Uh, I liked her a lot, but she's not the core four. No, she's yeah, not. The she's comedic not. relief like, that she brought yes. was great. But yeah. I think to Christian's point of like how simple the Donnie and Allison mm-hmm. last scene was, this was the same way because we got to see how each of them have evolved and what they've become, but in very quick little moments yes. of just mm-hmm. their advice mm-hmm. to Sarah and mm-hmm. how they helped her. And I was like, so I think it was very satisfying. Yeah, for and me. of course Rachel. So we get this final scene with Rachel when Felix is Felix is kind of being Mrs. S in a way and being shady and he gets the names uh, and locations of all of the Lita clones and you know Delphine and Cosima has made it their life's work essentially to cure all of these women which I also love I wish we could get more into depth about them which is oh, very I, but I love that they gave us a new clone yeah at the end of this show, in the last five I minutes, like I was it. like, yeah. "Bravo for thank for giving that to us." And a Spanish, yeah. like a person that speaks Spanish, yeah. yeah, I think it's cool because I feel like they have a big fan base down there. Yes, absolutely. So that was really cool. You know, we we get a lot of closure. Like we said, we have Helena name her babies, Arthur and Donnie, and then we realize that Sarah does indeed decide to stay with Kira. And she stays, you know, with Felix. There is one big happy family with all with all these people. So. 
that in a nutshell sums up the episode. What was what were your guys' thought final thoughts on this show and anything you want to say to just the world about it? Because I have a lot of things. I think on like just on Tatiana. Amazing. When you see her playing Rachel when she's disheveled and like not at all Rachel hair and makeup, or when she gets a haircut as Allison, and it's still just so clear the character that she's being. Because obviously the hair and makeup and wardrobe, like they were amazing mm-hmm. on the show too to play such a big part in that. But I think it just goes to show even more like she is always so true to every character she's playing, mm-hmm. and it's it's just so incredible to watch. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Any other Sorry, last thoughts there. for you guys? <laughs> no, I think, you know, I think what this show has done as somebody who is in the LGBTQ community, um, what the show is. Wait, are you? You're yeah. gay? Wait, what? you're, what? which part? Which part? I'm just a straight guy. Wait, which part? A good blowjob. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, uh, sorry. Hey, wait, you got, you got a sister? No. <laughs> yeah. You have a sister? Yes, <laughs> but yeah, I, what this show did for the queer community, I just, again, if the, anybody related to the show is watching, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I, yeah, I really loved it. I like, I, I feel like it's hard to have like, well, it's not hard, but people find a hard time accepting like female driven uh, shows and movies. And this proves that like, not even it's a female driven. It's just one female just doing all the fu- work, you know. Mm-hmm. I almost said fucking work, but I'll say fucking work. Well, yeah, just did um, twice. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> and it was great. It was, and I'm glad she won one. I mean, she should have won more. Yes, I agree. She hopefully, will be nominated. Mm-hmm. Nominated again. I hope. She yeah. Better. yeah. Okay. I mean, the, the great thing about the show is that you, no matter what you take away from it. It is one of the most original storytelling television shows yes. of all time. Yeah. You can't you can't get any better than what what this unless unless you're talking about like multiplicity with Michael Keaton. Oh, I love that. I love <laughs> I mean, that movie. Which is a movie, Me but and I, but in terms of team, but in terms, in terms I introduced that to mo- to people. I'm yeah. like, wait, wait, you don't you don't. This is the movie that he should have won the Oscar yes. for. But this is but this is what I appreciate though, just in terms of original television storytelling, Orphan Black. It, there there's nothing like it. Yeah. So yeah. I do a thing where I like to have people over at my apartment and make them watch shows they've never seen before mm-hmm. that I think they'd like. I have done this with Orphan Black so many times. I hope to do it for the rest of my life um, and show yeah. people this show and continue to watch it over and over again. So I really thank you guys for watching. I thank you creators, John Fawcett, you know, Tatiana Maslany. Like, Graham, Ro- what, Graham Mason. 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 Yeah, I mean, this has been one of my favorite shows of all time. It's going to continue to be. I suggest everybody watch it again whenever they want to. It's just a really fun show to watch. And just like Will and Grace, it can come back. Yeah, I I still I still have some weird hope, you know? I I'm, might be a bit delusional and in denial, but... There's just, almost 300 more clones out there. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. It, but there's only one Tatiana, so, you know, she's gonna be busy. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah, she better be. She better be. <laughs> she is Absolutely. She is well, thank you guys again. We love you so much. One more time for the fans. Where can everyone find you guys on social media? Matt? Uh, you can find me at the Matt Marr, two T's, two R's on social, or at, at DearMattyShow.com. Hey, I'm Kelly McInerney. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at HollyWeirdo and KellyMcInerney.net. And I'll be back for American Horror Story and SNL at AfterBuzz. So check those out. Awesome. And you can find me at Rick Hong, R-I-C-K-H-O-N-G. And I'm also on The Strain, which is going to be in a couple hours. So if you watch, if you like that show, we have a funny take on it for AfterBuzz. So check it out. And of course, you, Amy, thank you so much for kind of being our yeah. resident. Yeah. 
yes. fill in and being like essentially a fifth person here because we love your opinion so much and where can everyone find you? Well, yeah, thank you guys for having me and letting me hang out on the couch today. <laughs> I've loved being here. So yeah, you can find me at Amy Maestri and I'll be doing the SNL show with Kelly too. Woo-hoo. Awesome. And you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at samdavidsonentertainment.com, Twitter and Instagram at samd43. In a couple hours, I will be doing the Twin Peaks after show. Oh, but yeah. Nice. Lots to talk about there. So thank you for tuning in. We love you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Clone you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.